Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we're continuing to look at John, John chapter 16. Specifically, we are launching off of Jesus and his explanation of how it is to our advantage that he is in heaven in part because he has sent his spirit. And we've been looking at the role of the Holy Spirit. We know the Holy Spirit uh, has many different ministries, but, but specifically, Jesus is talking about this ministry of the Spirit in the context of the world hating us and in the reality that the Spirit bears witness to Christ as we bear witness to Christ. Now, I a few days ago, I kind of alluded to this text that we're going to look at today, which is such a, a wonderful uh, picture of how the Spirit works, not in our lives as believers, but in the lives of those who he is leading to trust in Christ. See, as the Spirit bears witness to Christ in a non-believer's life, what ultimately can happen is, is regeneration. God will rescue them from death to life. And there's a, an incredible thing that happens. But here is part of what happens is what we call conviction. When we think about conviction, we think about a, a criminal convicted of a crime. That's a good way to think about it. The word conviction means really to, to bring us to acknowledge the weight and the consequence of our sin. Well, let me show you how the Spirit of God brings conviction into the life of those who he is leading to trust in Christ. Here's where we're going to look. John chapter 16, verses 8 through 11 says, When he comes... Jesus is speaking of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit comes, he will convict the world. Convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. And then Jesus gives commentary here. This is not always how we receive Jesus' teaching, but here he gives commentary. He says, concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. Sin, righteousness, and judgment. This is what the Spirit of God convicts the non-believer of. And this is, a, this is I think, the, the convicting work of leading them to trust in Christ. Three things. First of all, concerning sin. Jesus says that the Spirit will convict them concerning sin. And then he says, because they do not believe in me. This is that sin that Jesus spoke of earlier. This is the sin that Jesus says they are guilty of this sin because they did not believe in him. See, the Spirit of God works in a non-believer's life in such a way that leads them to a conviction of their sin, specifically, not, not just broadly, their sin in general, but specifically that they have yet to trust in Jesus. This is a conviction, a, a, an exposure, a revealing of their heart where they say, oh my goodness, I have yet to trust in Jesus and I need to believe in him. Secondly, concerning righteousness. This is interesting commentary. He says, concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer. Now, this is interesting because here Jesus is saying, the Spirit will convict of righteousness. And here's what's going to happen. Jesus, the righteous, is going to go to the Father. The world will see him no longer. They will no longer have the perfect picture of righteousness lived out in the flesh before their very eyes. See, when Jesus was on earth, they could look at a person and see perfect righteousness. Perfect right standing with God. Jesus has made it clear he does only what the Father tells him to do. He speaks only what the Father tells him to speak. This means that in the, the, the 
incarnate Christ, there is a visible picture of perfect righteousness. But Jesus is going to the Father. And so now that perfect picture is no longer in front of the world. But what is now in front of the world is the Spirit of God who dwells in believers. This means the Spirit of God is transforming believers to become more and more righteous. I give this example when I when I shared about this in the past is sometimes uh, I'm a baseball coach and so sometimes I'm around uh, baseball kids and baseball families and parents and parents will you know they'll they'll be around me and they'll they'll use whatever language they want they'll swear around me they'll they'll use coarse joking things like that and then they find out I'm a pastor and they they begin to uh, they're they see that I'm a Christian and their their behavior begins to change. Every so often, they'll swear in front of me and they'll say, oh, sorry, pastor, right? Maybe that happens to you when someone finds out you're a Christian and they find out that their godless lifestyle, in contrast to your not perfect, but your growing and righteous lifestyle is beginning to impact them. Here's what's happening. It's not that you are convicting, but the spirit that lives in you convicts them of their sin. This is why Jesus says the Spirit of God is going to come and convict of sin and of righteousness. They lack righteousness. They see righteousness as Christ is formed in you. And then third, he says, concerning judgment. He says, because the, because the ruler of this world is judged. Now, the ruler of the world is Satan. And, and what happens in a believer or when someone converts and trusts in Christ, they begin to see that they used to judge the world in all the wrong ways. We've said it before. They, the, the non-believer thinks that up is down and down is up. They think that what is right is wrong and what is wrong is right. They think that what is good is evil and what is evil is good. Just the, the, the basic example here is look at the world and its, its moral compass when it comes to sexuality. It's completely broken. It's completely broken and, and it leads to greater levels of depravity. But here's what happens when a believer or when a non-believer becomes a believer, when the spirit of God convicts them concerning judgment, they begin to see that they used to judge the world according to the ruler of this world. They saw the world the way Satan wanted them to see it, but now the spirit is working and it convicts them concerning judgment as they begin to judge the world righteously, judge the world according to the way God sees the world. This is this is the work of the Spirit in our life. This is incredible. We have such a great hope. It's not our job to convict of sin and righteousness and judgment. Our job is to share the gospel, to love in Jesus' name, to call out sin when we need to. But it's the Spirit's job to bring to bring the, the to bear the guilt, the conviction, to expose the sin in their soul, and then to lead them to trust in Christ. What does all this mean? Again, this is just meant to be an encouragement to you. As you share the gospel, trust that God's spirit will do what you cannot do. And as you trust, this is our ancient way for our modern day.